welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. In today's podcast, we feature audio from Brothers of the Brush with Chris Kerfoot. In this episode, Chris sits down and has a good chat with former Dundee-based decorator Craig Spokes. Craig gives us an insight into working in Australia, from the hoops you have to jump through to get a visa, down to the building boom and well-paid insurance work. This episode is brought to you by Fresh Coat, Paint Care, Rust-Oleum Brands, and Nice Job. Hi guys, welcome back to yet another Bobcast. Now I hope you're all creaming up and staying hydrated in the current spate of sunny weather we seem to be melting in. To be honest, it's probably nearest some of us will get to a summer holiday this year. As the Bobcast seems to be going from strength to strength, there shall be the possibility of a few changes, but I'll keep you guys updated in future episodes. So if you've any ideas that you'd like to put forward, whether it's suggestions for content, one-off podcast subjects, or future guests which include yourself, then hit us up on the usual channels, which is Instagram, email at info at brothersbrush.co.uk, or simply WhatsApp us on plus four four seven nine zero. 257-1414 and the links are in the show notes and as always we'd appreciate your feedback on the same channels so if you're enjoying the podcast please share it with like-minded tradespeople and finally back to this week's episode where I get a chance to sit down with Craig Spokes. Now technically Craig originally hails from Dundee in Scotland but in the last six years or so he has skills emigrated to Australia. By the sounds of it he's loving it, smashing it and has no plans for returning. So you know the drill by now, get a brew, pin back your lug holes and give it a listen. Welcome to this episode of the Brothers of the Brush podcast, a podcast by decorators for decorators with me, your host, Chris Kerfoot. Right, so today on this week's show, we have Craig Spokes all the way from Down Under, who is a Scozzy painter, from what I can gather, from what he's told me. So, morning, Craig, because we're actually doing this one in morning. It's actually night time here, mate, but <laughs> how you going? Close, morning here. <laughs> uh, what time? We're half nine in morning. <laughs> morning. Yeah, mate. Yeah, half eight here, mate, half eight. So... Firstly, should we should we go with the Scozzy? Where that's come from? It's a bit obvious what that is. <laughs> yeah, mate. So basically, I just was living. Obviously, I grew up in the UK, uh, from Dundee, Scotland, and uh, I moved over here when I was twenty-four. Uh, been over here now six years. I'm now thirty. So I just decided one day that I was time to change. Just wanted to come over to Sydney, and obviously, just yeah, just. Wanted to just go for it and never look back, mate. It's been one of the best things I've ever did. Coming over to Australia, 
there's loads of work. There's a building boom over here. If you could remember the boom, that's what my dad yeah. used to call it back home, the building boom. Yeah. And I'm the boom is just, <laughs> yeah, the boom is, the boom's over here, mate. It's, it's just, it's uncanny. They're building houses left, right and centre. They're knocking, they're just knocking in farms. They're just, oh, so much work, mate. And the money is really good as well. You're making like, Bloody triple, triple the pound, mate. You know what I mean. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you've got a lot of outgoings as well over here. You know, you're it's a high expense place to live, Sydney. It's the fifth most expensive city in the world, mate. Australia's not shy on obviously um, uh, the money side of things. You know, like it's a high expense of living, mate. You know, but yeah. there's in and outs. You know, you've got your, your your fuel is a lot cheaper over here than what it is in the UK. And then again, obviously, like just price of living, you know, like your rent, your mortgage, uh, all your insurances and that and shopping and things. But apart from that, I'm going on a bit with all that. But yeah, so apart from that, mate, um, I call myself a Scozzy because I'm a Scottish lad and I'm down under. And yeah, mate, that's pretty much it, mate. Is is that you never coming back then now you've set? You're just going to stay there and never Uh, come back? Come back for a wee holiday, mate. That's about it, yeah. mate. Viva la Dundee, mate. Costa del Glasgow. You know, I, always, I always wish I'd had balls to do it years ago. Just bugger off and work abroad. When when I said yeah. that time, it was uh, the boom was Germany. When that when I was finishing yeah, well, my no, apprenticeship, there was all everyone was buggering off to Germany. That's funny, man. Because my dad he went to Germany when he was a young man, eh? So he went to Germany, and obviously he just um, he went over there at twenty one, and then he. Stupidly enough, went back to Dundee and met my mother. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Stupidly went back and met your mother. It doesn't sound good for your mother, does it? <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing, mate. You know what I mean? But he was over there when I was a young man and uh, Jeremy was meant to be the place to be. Like, he went to, uh, where was it? Uh, what was it? Um, Dusseldorf was big at one point. No, it was Munich and uh, Hamburg. He yeah. went to Munich and Hamburg. Yeah. But he had to do all these bloody thing like what is it Hanover Hanover House or something he talked about a lot about Hanover House I don't know what that is but anyway so when I was finishing my apprenticeship uh, I did it with local council and they were laying a lot off and I think I think when I started there was 38 painters when I left there was eight in, in what four or five years I think six of them had gone to Germany and they used to come back and you'd go for a drink with them on a weekend because they're all I was, what, 21, 22? They were about 28, you know, and they'd come back and tell the old stories. You think, yeah, it sounds good. They're earning money doing this or other. And I just think, Ugh. I'd, I'd like to have done it then, but to just go now, I think I'd probably miss my time if, I've, if I'm being honest. You know, I just think, oh, it's, I'm settled here. To Australia? No, no, no. You've not missed your time to go to Australia. Mate, you could come over here and do exactly what I've done. You know what I mean? Like, you can. It's not, you're in your 40s you've still got a bit left in you mate you know what I mean yeah but you would be you wouldn't be going to Sydney you would have to go to Adelaide Adelaide you would love Adelaide Adelaide so Adelaide's easy going you would be able to get a business going in Adelaide or Brisbane smaller cities mate but they don't pay as well you know they don't want the big bucks you got to get to Sydney that's where the money is it's like basically London mate you know what I mean yeah. you want to get the money so you got to go to the big cities like London and um yeah, so mate, as I said, the building booms over here, and uh, it's just plenty. It's so much work. It's, well, you, you, it's, it, it, it looks you've done well for yourself because I've obviously I've had a snoop on your Insta, and I've seen you picked your way. You started off as backpacker in train station, 
uh, and yeah. now you're a contractor. Obviously, you went. I mean, we've spoke a bit prior to this where you went with your <laughs> with your roller pole in your suitcase. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. now, obviously, yeah. I can see you, you've got a van sprayer the lot. So you've done well in six years to get from nothing or basically going with your basic tool bag that you'd turn up any paint to turn up on site with to having the full kit and caboodle. You know, and you're yeah. proper set up out there now, aren't you? Well, my life was on hold for four years, mate. Like, you know, you're in your arse is in lingo because you don't know fucking if you're staying until you get your permanent residency. And that yeah. is just a totally different ball game, mate. You've got to work for every other idiot and you've got to work for every other person and you are wanting status because you know what I mean? Like you're working for every other person. And you can't do anything until you got your permanent residency. So I was like a catapult ready to burst, you know, like when you're pulling back a catapult so far and you're a British tradesman and you know the ins and outs and you know that we don't muck around on jobs. But we're no stupid, mate. We know what we're doing. We know the ins and outs of things. We know how to paint. We know how to wallpaper. We know how to spray. We know everything. And it's just, you know, as soon as I was ready to go, I was bang, permanent residency, boom, get a van, get tools, get signage get advertising getting out but the yeah. hardest thing about it mate is like no one knows me over here and I've done it all on my own eh? come over here on yeah. my own and as I said Self-made. I pack my bag put my roller pole <laughs> I know it sounds metal because obviously my old boss is like you can just get a roller pole over there and I'm just like I'm well, that's what you said to me I thought well surely it'd be easier to buy one over there than carry it all the way across <laughs> and then obviously I took some filling blades and I took my scraper and duster with <laughs> and it's just basic tools, mate. You know, you just want to get on the site and I took yeah, old working the ground running as well. Yeah, like just just easy tools. Um, I've, I've still got a lie, mate. I could go up my van right now and I've still got my rad roller. I took a rad roller with And in Australia, the roller poles don't have that connector. You know, yeah. like sometimes you get the screw connector and then yeah. sometimes you get like the the one where it's like a, like a not like a, a society, like a circle on the top, but it's like a, like a funny shape, like a conical shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got that slides on that, but Australian poles don't have that. So I've still got that one, mate. Eh? But if I've got to use that, I just put it on the back of a broom handle or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've still got things, eh? And at the end of the day, I've still got my same duster that I started my apprenticeship with. It's, I put it to bed because it's humped, you know, like, you can't, you can't is, it a bit, a bit, is, is it a bit like a trig on fools and horses? It's had three new heads and five new handles. <laughs> yeah, and it's all bashed and broken, but it's worn, eh? So you put it to bed, you put it to rest. But that tool has been with me since the day I started. So I've set, set a metal things, you know what I mean? You, you need them every day, you know what I mean? You don't yeah. use it, but you know it's there, eh? You know what I mean? And it's just a good feeling to have that duster. But, um... Yeah, so as I was saying, like, when I come over, it was just a totally different... It was starting from scratch, mate. I got off the plane, I went into the bagpackers. I was clued up. I wanted to stay. I knew I wanted to stay. And I was making it. I knew for a fact I was making it. It's the same... It's a very same uh, way of life, you know, but it's just a better way of living. It's, uh, it's basically just the UK and the sun, the way I see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, my, I've got a girlfriend, she's Australian, but she's got Scottish and English heritage and blah, blah, blah. Like, most, most, most of Australians are just UK and Irish descendants. But it's a good way because they're welcoming you. They're, yeah. they're wanting to know you. They want to know your story. They're interested in you, put it that way. Yeah. And it, it goes a long way when you quote a job. When they call you up and then they find out you've got an accent, and then you drive to your house and then you go in their house and they've got Mitchell on the wall or 
Johnson or Davidson or um, like for instance English names or Irish names you know and then next thing you know like that it's just a trust thing the build the trust with you because they're interested in you and then they kind of know that you're going to do a good job on them eh? you know what I mean and then you get referred and then the heritage homes as well when you go to do the heritage homes you know like the old Victorian style from the settlers back in the day it's all when you go inside it's all the big skirting boards it's the big cornice um, it's just basic things like that, you know, and it's just a doddle because you're used to that, you know, yeah. like you're used to that kind of work. You're used to the old stone walls. You're used to the old cornices. You're used to the big Victorian doors, the four panel ones, and they're a doddle. And you yeah. know how to handle them kind of things because the sash windows, the colonial windows with the ropes at the side, you know what you're doing with them, mate. You've been painting yeah. them. That's what you learned on. So it's a fast pace, but you're going at a fast pace. And, even on the new build homes as well, the cornices are the same as the cornices back home. The woodwork's the same. The square sets are the same in the same houses, old and new. The outside is more different when you're painting the outside of the houses. Yeah. The outside Australian homes are different. There are a lot of them are metal colour bond. They've got like um, the front is like a shelter from the sun. So there's a lot of pergolas over here. I don't know if you get them back home. Pergola. Like uh, I, I built one last year over October. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, there would be that's a fancy, yeah. But conservatory, there's not a cons- there's not a conservatory in Australia. I've never seen a conservatory in Australia. But pergolas are big over here, and the way I do pergolas is two steps and a plank. Or I've, I've just been looking at that on the Instagram a bit ago. Yeah, yeah. but the biggest pergola I'd done a couple of weeks ago up in Newcastle. Uh, that pergola was a uh, that was a beast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the biggest pergola I've ever done. And the thing is, is insurance work. So that's another thing. I'll get into that in a minute with your insurance work. It's just, I'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, the pergola is, um, you do that on the outside. Um, like you're just, it's basically a rad roller and a brush. And obviously gap all the holes up, gap things up. And then on the back of the house and that, you've got eaves, obviously, like eaves and soffits are different back home to the ones over here they're just to the brick so it's like it's got a bead in along the brick and then obviously a small eave yeah. and then the front of the face is metal and then they've got the gutter pipe that's metal and you don't touch that unless the client wants it touched because the lots of it's yeah colour bond but in sense I've noticed like a lot of the front doors of exterior homes um, are like Victorian styled and a lot of people have got the wood stained doors and I've, you can see on my Instagram a lot of people are changing from the brown to like a colour now because obviously the staining's going out there's not a big call for stain over here eh? like they've got a small stain range I find yeah. they've got decks and stuff uh, but they don't have our like range of they've got some seconds but they don't have like saddling um you know, like Sadlin's very big back home, and it's Sadlin's stain. Yeah. Second is big, big Axel Noble. Second is big. That's all Sesta oil base, and it's beautiful product. But Australia, they're all water based, eh? Like Intergrain, uh, I think it's Cabot's, Cabot's stain, I'm f- correct. Um, but yeah, as I said, like their stuff's different, eh? And I just don't really, I try and stay away from staining over here. I just like basically painting, mate. Um, it's a, it's so a, yeah, it's a rarity um, for me staining I think last one I did was two years ago this June external yeah 
it's very going out now. And nowadays, when I go to someone's house, when they're walking around the stain, you just zinzer it and then two coats on top. Of it, you know what I mean? And I'm yeah, doing doors over here. We're, we've got a massive sort of spate over here of everybody's got a stained staircase that they want painted. Yeah, yeah. It's That's out, it's out now, eh? It's, yeah. it's gone out now, God, eh? God so, forbid yeah. date comes back and they all want to go back from painted to stained. <laughs> well, I only done a job once when I was back home with my old boss, Ron, back home. And... Uh, I don't know how he's able to do it, but how do you get rid of stain? He said to me, you undercoat it like a cream. You undercoat the wood with cream and then you put two coats of stain on top of the undercoat. Yeah, so it's like we, a there's all sorts. There used to be that Dulux brushwood years ago, if anyone remembers that. Uh, it, it was like a base coat of eggshell. And then you just have a kiss of stain go on top. Uh, we, yeah, we yeah. Some houses, I, I call them just, I just call them generic Barrett doors, you know, where the, the six panel pressed hardwood. With a fake grain, I remember doing when we were when we were smashing new builds out. We did a site, and it was something like 04 D forty three, I think, or next one down, like yeah. a it was like a dull burgundy, and we used to do door in eggshell, and then two coats of stain over top, so it looked something like stain, but they look shit. <laughs> they yeah. Right. yeah, you can't unless you're full on for finish. You can't get a decent finish to look like wood unless you go full on you know doing the fake graining and stuff in my opinion yeah the graining yeah there's not yeah. really a big call for that over here so yeah mate um, apart from that in Australia I feel that they don't really have much oil based products everyone's more water based product and I personally my preference is I don't really like touching oil based paint I like using water based paint and they've got semi glosses and they've got um, like uh, gloss, of course, and semi-gloss. That's the only two types I've got. Yeah. They've got satin, but yeah. <laughs> I just, you know what I mean? It's just, where's your eggshell, mate? <laughs> where's where, your where, eggshell? <laughs> where, we're getting used to it now with, I mean, if uh, th- those that use Benji Moore over here, uh, you've got your semi-gloss, your satin, and your, your semi-gloss is like our satin, and your satin's like our eggshell. It's what you've got to get your head around now. It's, everything's different. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. When I first come over, I used to go into paint stores, and I'd be, mate, I have uh, two drums of emulsion, uh, two drums of white emulsion sealing paint, and uh, of some eggshell as well, mate. And the guy's like, "Sorry, mate, what? You know what I mean?" So <laughs> <laughs> you just you've got to get in the swing of things. They call it paint, where we call it emulsion and yeah. different types. Like, there's not. I've never seen a can of hammerite over here. Eh? There's no such thing as hammerite over here. So <laughs> you get that away. You won't, you won't get rust over there, will you? Well, you've got railings to do. Yeah. Hammerite's gone, eh? So they've got some really nice products in Australia. They've got this brand, it's called White Knight, and uh, it's obviously, um, like, it's just, it's it's a product of Todman's. It's from PPG. It's the same as Johnston's. Um, but it's, like, their oil undercoat's great, and their, their oil gloss and semi-gloss is great. And I don't get that smell off of their gloss, like yeah. their enamel. See, they call it enamel over here, eh? Yeah. It's like, what is enamel? I never knew what enamel was. I'm used to uh, bloody high gloss, you know what I mean? Undercoat yeah. and high gloss. You know what I mean? A water-based acrylic on a door and then high gloss on top of it on the rental. So it's just a different way of getting your used to things. I've had to learn every single thing again, mate. Eh? Like, yeah. There's so many <laughs> things. i to walk all over again. <laughs> yeah, it's like this the, the wrong kind of paint is like I've walked in and I've went to pick up water based paint and it's been oil based paint and it's the same stuff. Trade X has got ultra prep, 
and prep coat and trade coat. And Tradex is basically our contract mat or, uh, sorry, contract undercoat. You know Leyland's contract yeah. undercoat? That is the just that is the best undercoat I find there eh, for windows, skirt ends, doors. It's a flat, smooth undercoat, and it's Leyland trade. It's the white one, it's the white can. You know what I'm talking about, yeah? Yeah, yeah. We we have yeah. Leyland now. We uh, it's it comes under Al Johnson's tree over here, which is against PPG. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But I've noticed like it takes me so long. To get used to it, like the ceilings, the ceiling paint's pissed in, right? Yeah. <laughs> and obviously the ceiling paint back home is just super thick. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's thick. You could just put, like, I'm not, go- I'm, I- I'm not a bad tradesman, but I'm not going to lie. You can actually just go on to a new job, right? Say, for instance, there's been a jet rock, I'm sorry, a new Ames tape plasterboard ceiling. You don't even need to put prep coat on that. You just put three coats of emulsion ceiling paint on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you wanted. You don't need yeah. to put the prep coat. And then back home on the rentals, like you're doing rental properties, so new plaster, sometimes you would just whack like three coats of bloody flat mat on it. You know what I mean? You don't even need to put new prep coat on it. Well, you can, but over here in Australia, prep coat is a must. There's no yeah. body in their ceiling paint. Prep coat is the body. So prep first, ceiling twice. So that's what you've got to do. A new ceiling, new walls, is three coat system prep is the biggest key the yeah. biggest key and then your two coat system is your low sheen on your walls and then you've also got like mat and then they've also got <clears throat> so this basically mat and low sheen are the two biggest ones of the wall mat and low sheen and I'm usually using low sheen but they've got products over here of endure and wash and wear and it just, it's beautiful stuff, mate. It's just really nice. It's allergy-friendly. It's washable. It's like, it lasts for years. Duox wash and wear is amazing. And then the Hames have now got their own trade, trade uh, Hames have got their own expressions range. And that stuff, I'd, I I tried that, eh, and it's just amazing, mate. Like, I done out someone's house down in Blacktown in Sydney, and I'm back there next week, this week, coming to do their outside, and I'm using Hames again. Their Solar Shield products are amazing. So it takes so long to get used to things, you know what I mean? Like yeah. um, the, the Weather Shield of uh, Dulux, the Tobmans has got All Weather, and then Wattle's got Solar Shield, Hames has got Solar Shield. So they're all the different paint ranges, eh? And Aussies, they like their paints, eh? They're, they're all known because they've got TV adverts and everything. Like back home, you get the Duox adverts. But Australia's You don't, you don't get so much of that anymore on telly. It's always over here. You get Duox and Tobmans and Wattle are always on the TV. Yeah. But it's because in Australia, you're always painting, mate. There's so much work over here for a painter because the sun. The yeah. sun fades things out so quick. And the colour-bond metal fences are all sunned out, washed out, so you just need to paint it again. Like, there's so much work for a painter in Australia, mate. Honest to God, it's, uh, so have, have you as had I a, said, it's the best thing I've ever did. Have, have you had the lowest point over there, or was, or was your lowest point sort of getting your, your visa? Uh, the lowest point, uh, well, I wouldn't say lowest point, but starting from scratch was pretty hard. Like, um, yeah. it was a challenge. Don't I get us wrong, it was a challenge. The lowest point was, um, Oh, I don't know. Uh, basically, like, yeah, getting the visa was hard. I wouldn't say it was the lowest point because I'd party and I did enjoy myself and I was meeting new people all the time and friends and going out for drinks. 
weeks and things like that. But the lowest point I would have had to say would probably be, um, yeah, like just trying to get your permanent residency, like not not knowing if you're staying or if you're going because your choice is getting Sorry, made limbo. by someone else. Yeah, you're in limbo. Your arse is in the air, basically. Yeah. Your arse is in the air. And if you didn't, you, you've got to pay, sorry, dinner means don't. The Scottish boys will understand that. Yeah. But some English won't. Yeah. Um, yeah, so as I said, like, you don't know if you're going to be staying or going, eh? And it's a pure limbo, man. You know what I mean? It's a pure limbo. And you're just, I speak to other Irish lads, and they're like, some days you're staying, some days you're not. You're just fighting by yourself every day. You don't know, you've not got any plans until you've got your permit residency. And as soon as that's in the bag, you're, 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 you're like, is, 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 is that sort of, is that your Irish point then when you've got your residency? That's oh, it. You know, mate, you, you know you're off. I've got set. a fat plane. There's this feeling that you get, and it's an odd. It's just, I've spoken to some people about it. It's an Australian feeling. Like the the, the feeling of Oz. Aussies will never feel it because they don't know. It's like yeah. here in the bloody UK. You know, I don't really know what. Uh, I'll tell you what's nice about the UK, though, having a Greg's. I miss Greg's. I miss a good yeah. British delicacy. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So how I could feel it is basically just the feeling of being being here, the sun all the time, yeah. having sun, because we don't get the sun all the time over there, do we? You know what I mean? So having we, the sun got, all the time got, on your back. It's howling wind and rain again for the third weekend today. Yeah, that sounds fantastic, mate. Oh, I can't actually, wait to come over for a holiday. I've, I've been putting off walking dog <laughs> since I Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait to come over for a holiday. Right, right on the pebbled beach, mate. Eh? Sitting on the pebbled beach. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm about a ten minute walk from beach, and it's it's crap today. Yeah, well, I could, I could just beach. imagine. Yeah, I could just imagine. So as I was saying, the heart, the, the lowest point was getting the permit residency, but I was like a rubber, you know, like yeah. a, like if you pull back an elastic band so tight, and you've got that many plans in your head for that permit residency, you know what you're doing. You've got your plan of attack because you've so, so got that. Going, you're like a slingshot on off. Like a slingshot, mate. And I knew as soon as that bubble was about to pop, I was I had my hands right in the dirt. I had my hands in the dirt and I was with my girlfriend and I we're obviously staying at her parents trying to save money for a mortgage and I'm obviously not paying as much rent as I was renting a flat in Sydney City. Yeah. But I've got now got my hands in the dirt and I'm managing to get everything I can. Marcus Sander, Greco spray guns, Greco handheld. They're yeah. not cheap tools, mate. You know what I mean? They're expensive yeah. gear. Yeah. Um, insurance, T-shirts made up. It's, it's, it's come, it's come a long way from a dust brush, a scrape and a bit of scratch in your back pocket, hasn't it now? And the roller pole. Don't forget the roller uh, pole. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm just... <laughs> 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 uh, where, where do you see yourself in five or ten years from now, then? Just doing what you're doing? Well, the, are, are the you dream is... Growing or what have you? The dream is to have my big three or four bedroom house yeah. and my swimming pool in my back garden but like the way things are going mate you know Australia back in the day mate you were able to get that dream but the way things are going of price house and prices and prices of houses and land packages the back garden you can't even swing a cat mate yeah. so the, house, the, the, the swimming pool just need to be a jacuzzi <laughs> a jacuzzi pad, pad, in the back paddling pool that's a paddling pool just, just the British summer mate you know the paddling pool with the, yeah. fucking, the barbecue you know the barbecue at Asda for five ninety nine. you know the barbecue with the cold what are they yeah. so that'll have to just be my dream nah the dream is five or ten years I would 
Well, funny enough, mate, you know, like the work that I'm getting here, eh, you know, I'm getting big, massive new bills and everything. You know, I don't understand, like, like, at the end of the day, I was told from a painter over here, an Italian guy I worked for, and he was told me I'll never ever work for you. And I says, why is that? And he says, because you're not from here, you don't know anyone. Yeah. And funny enough, I made him meet his words, eh? You know what I mean? He told me that to my face. He'll never ever work for you. And I says, is that right, mate? And that's it, eh? I used that determination to, to get this, eh? And funny enough, I met jet rockers, well, plasterers, I met plumbers, and next thing you know, if you're Scottish or you're English or you're Irish and you're Aussie, and the guy that did tell me that, he was an Italian, but he was a great guy. Anthony, his name was, brilliant painter, but he was just, he just couldn't take me, mate. Yeah. He never met any UK, he never met any Irish, and he just couldn't take me. He never met a Scot, and he just couldn't take me. Every word that I says, he thought I was aggressive. You know, I'm just like, what are you on about, mate? Like, what are you on about? Or, saying certain words and he'd just be like oh mate you're so aggressive and I'm like how am I aggressive you know what I mean I'm just talking but then Scots do come across aggressive mate you yeah, know what I mean like, when, when, you, when you listen to other nationalities like Italians and Spanish speaking it always sounds like the bloody arguing <laughs> yeah but this one he, he's Italian but he's Aussie he's Aussie Italian so he's yeah. different definitely he's never been to Italy then, eh? he's different he's a nice guy I'm he's a nice guy yeah. Uh, really nice guy, and he, I mean, he, when, I, basically what happened was, I finished the visa in the city, and then I moved out west from Sydney City, I moved out to a suburb called Riverston, and I met this Aussie lad in Bondi, um, went drinking with, and I was looking for a place to stay, and I put it on Facebook, I'm looking for a room, finished my visa, I'm moving out to Sydney, and he says, come up here, I come up there, got, packed my bags, moved out west, obviously as you do, Called up a couple of guys around about. I said, I'm, I'm from, from the UK. I'm looking for some work, blah, blah, blah. And he says, I come up to Pitttown. Pitttown is basically some new suburbia. The house is out there. I don't know if you could check my Instagram. Like, I've just landed this big, huge house. It's massive. And, you know, they're building them everywhere. Eh? They're house after house after house after house. And Anthony has got his foot in that door, mate. He's got his foot in that door. And I asked him for a job, and he was giving me cash, cash rate. And obviously, I seen him, and he was spraying, and he was a totally different decorator from me. He was he was on the ball, mate. He was on yeah. the ball, and he knew what he wanted, and he had him out of a Mac 695. I'd never done any spraying before. And that was it. Hey, I seen him. I seen that. I just got my visa. I've got, I'm 29 at the time, 28, 29. I've got the opportunity to take what he's got. Not take what he's got, but get what he's got. And he's yeah. got the house with the pool, and he's got this, and he's got the van and I want that because he can if he's got it I can do it yeah. and that was it that was when I was going to town and on that job there was plasterers and I spoke to Rob an Aussie guy and I spoke to him and he said are you Scottish oh my great granddad was Scottish and blah 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 and next thing you know he's swapping numbers going for beers with him and he's old man next thing you know he's a jet rocker a plasterer what's happening give him cards next thing you know people are phoning you for them houses that Anthony's yeah. got and he's not mates with Anthony but next thing you know I'm getting asked to go and price his jobs. Not his jobs, but jobs around that area. Yeah. So I've now put big signage everywhere over Pitton, the jobs that I've got on the big fences and that. And I'm free must drive past them and see them in and be like, fucking hell. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I just, it's not a hate thing, but at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Like you don't say that to someone. You bring people up. If someone wants dreams, you help them. You know what I mean? Yeah. If someone wants help, you help them. You don't yeah. shoot people down like that. And that's how my belief. It's, it's, it's and community, I, over, community over competition, isn't it? 
that's it, mate. It's not a competition, but now I am now his competition. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now he sees me and the jobs that I go to quote, he's probably quoting them as well. So that's the thing, eh? You know what I mean? You don't say that to someone, and that's what I get. So eventually, then was the bottom point at the lowest was getting the permit residency, and now I would say I'm at my highest because I got everything that I got and everything that basically you're fighting for it, mate. Yeah. People are fighting to get out of Britain, right? And then there's boys like me that are fighting to get in. <laughs> Sorry, that was the wrong way around. <laughs> People are fighting to get in, and we're fighting to get out. <laughs> yeah. So, if, if if you could if you could go back ten years ago, what what advice would you give yourself? Get to Australia sooner. <laughs> um. Probably, mate. Yeah, I probably would go to Australia sooner, mate. But at the end of the day, like, like I don't know. Ten years ago, I was bloody going to Ibiza and things like that and I was DJing um, so yeah this life was different I used to like the UK mate you know I do bag it out a bit man because obviously yeah. I did have a pure triple dip recession and then Brexit and everything like that was just a complete mess you know what I mean that was yeah. just <laughs> back and forward reversing to the front that's like driving into a car of space that you're just never going to get out at, you know what I mean like you can't get out so but you know what I mean? Like, I just couldn't be bothered with it anymore, mate. The, the UK just... I just I just felt that it was coming to an end, mate. It was depressing. It was grey skies all the time. And I was... I mean, I'm not going to lie, man. I was at work, eh? I was actually on the dole at one point. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, for like six months, six, seven months. And then the woman at the dole office was like, right, you're going to change your job. I was like, ah, what? So you're going to do something else. You've got to have three job opportunities to get money. I was like, ah, job seekers allowance. So then, actually, <laughs> that was when I started looking further afar, you know what I mean? Like, looking at jobs in Australia and New Zealand. And then, obviously, <laughs> painters wanted in Australia. Painters wanted in New Zealand. And next yeah. thing you know, man, you come over here, man, it's teaming with work, you know what I mean? It's so, so much work. So, at the end of the day, I don't mean to come across as in, like, I used that to get that. But, yeah, the, the, the determination of myself was to be like I would like to be successful I don't yeah. even know how it all happened mate I was actually happy just wouldn't I say I was happy working for people but there comes a point in your life when you get sick fed up and, and you think this isn't enough life. no you get yeah. sick fed up a folding that guy's sheets you get sick fed up a folding that L- guy washing, 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 his, washing his brushes out yeah. Taking orders, where have you been? You're late, this and that. You, 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 you get enough of that, mate. You know what I mean? Like, I used to work for a couple of lads, and next thing you know, you know what I mean? You get no thanks, eh? No thanks at the end of the day. You're, you're when paid, when, that, you're when you've paid. lined the pockets and they're sat in the nice big house, they don't say, oh, thanks, Craig. Thanks thanks for pulling all them weekends in to get me this big house. <laughs> exactly. They don't understand. And then obviously, like, I just had enough of that. When I was folding the guy's sheets, this guy I worked for, I was just like, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore, mate. I said, I'm yeah. too good for this, man. My old man, he's got his own business in Dundee. He's a rough caster and cement worker and whatnot. And he always told me, when you go over to Australia, Craig, you'll be working for the man. You are going to work for the man. And when you go in them big cities, they will use you and they will abuse you. And then as soon as they're done, they'll toss you. They yeah. will give you, they'll try you your visa. They'll try, they'll tell you everything. And you'll get along with them because you're, it's all they're interested in is you're just getting his work done, mate. That's all he's interested in get yeah. his work done and paying you your money see you later mate you know what I mean so now now you've become a businessman yourself you realise all that you know what I mean yeah. you realise all of that and when I'm going to take on a young lad soon I want to get an apprentice eh? I want to get a young Aussie lad 
And uh, I want to get him on it because that's the way I was taught by just me and obviously an old school decorator, Ron. And that was the guy I worked with and I learned a lot of stuff off of him. And I wouldn't mind it eh, because I'm working on my own. Eh? I've been doing this on my own now for a year. I had a guy come in and help us, Peter. He was an Aussie guy and he was a cracker, mate. Like, he was just, yeah, like, he was funny, man. As I said, they're very funny over here, eh? They've got a funny sense of humour. Yeah. I do like the Aussies, man. They're, they're, they've got a funny sense of humour. So this boy, Peter, I was painting this uh, shop. It was Colourbond. I don't know, some Instagram. It's this big shop, that shopping centre that I did. I sprayed it all. That's another thing we'll get into as well. I've just, I, I'm self-taught at spraying, mate. Eh? Like, I've, I'm self-taught at spraying. I've never did much spraying back home. But over here, Aussies, all they do is spray, man. Spray, spray, spray. It's like on Instagram, it's like the Ferraris or their Porsches or their spray guns. You know what I mean? Like the 1095, yeah. 795, 695. I bought a 390. A 390 high boy. I thought it was the bee's knees. And it is. It's a good wee sprayer. But then you get some lads saying, oh, that's shite, that's shite. How was it shite, mate? You know what I mean? It does yeah. everything that your sprayer does. It just kind of handle a big, massive, multi-story house in two days. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Yeah, use anyway, it week in, week out, you're going to kill it. <laughs> yeah, I just, mate, I'm telling you, I bought that 390 and it sits on the shed, never been used. So, you know what I mean? The only way to go and spend, buddy, six grand on a spray gun that you're only going to use twice a year. I've got the X7, the wee Magnum X7, and yeah. I've got a Greco handheld, the wee Ultra. And I use that for cornice, and I use my X7 for wood. That's the only thing I spray unless I get a big house, what I've got now, just come in, a big new build, so then that's when you pull the 390 out and the 390 could handle all the ceilings and all the ceilings in the walls and then you've obviously got your X7 for all the woodwork. You know yeah. what I mean? So what's the problem? And then, obviously, back to what I was saying because I'm just jumping the gun here. <laughs> back to what I was saying. I'm a bit of a gobshite, mate. I could talk to you <laughs> the back legs off a donkey. Um, yeah, as I was saying, <laughs> as I was saying mate, um, the, the colour bond, Peter, he was a cracker, mate. I was painting one day, just new to the area, because obviously I moved out to a place called Penrith. Um, well, before when I moved to Riverston, I met my girlfriend, Laura, current girlfriend, Laura. I went on Tinder when I was in Riverston. And obviously, <laughs> as you do, yeah, as you do. And then next thing you know, I got chatting to her, and she was like, oh, you're Scottish. I was like, so yeah, my grandmother's from Dundee. And I was like, wow. So obviously, there was that connection. And I just got with her because it was like putting on a shoe and it fitted come along met her family and their family are all 10 pound palms and then you know it's just I just all fell into place mate you know what I mean but I was when I moved from Sydney to Riverston Riverston now I'm in Penrith and I've started my business around Penrith in Western Sydney and Western Sydney is not a small place the distance of Western Sydney is basically the radius of Scotland mate you know what I mean like the yeah. distance of Western Sydney is bigger than Wales so like Great Britain could fit into Australia 13 times. So that's one thing, eh? You know what I mean? Like, you've got to think of that, like how big this place is. So if I'm in Penrith, you've got areas like Currajong, Wallachia, uh, Campbelltown, you know, like all the different areas, eh? And in Australia, you're always driving everywhere, mate. Your cars go through so many mileage over here, mate. Oh, so many kilometers, so many Ks every day because you're just going and going and going. And the roads are huge and you're just, you're always driving, eh? But so I've moved out this way and I'm Peter. I was painting a shop and he come up to me and it, he was just this big guy. And he was like, hey, mate, how you going? And I was just like, all right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and next thing you know, he's like, are you want a hand? And I was like, how much are you charging? He was like, 20 bucks. And I was like, all right, start tomorrow. No, sorry, start next Wednesday. And I just thought he was full of shite. 
So obviously a week later, eh, a week later, I'll be used to go up in the morning, go into McDonald's to get my coffee, drove her up to the job, and there he is standing there, eh, pure white overalls on, shorts and t-shirt in his van, ready to go. Eh. I was just like, fuck, I forgot about him. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck's sake, <laughs> forgot he was going to be coming today. He's like, hey, man, how you going? You're just like, all right, mate. <laughs> he's like, you know, he's like, what do you want me to do, boss? I'm like, that boss, I've been the boss before my life. What do you want me to do? Uh, Sandy Powers, man, just start sanding. So the next thing you know, he's got the sandpaper out, ordering about, and I was like, you know what? I used to work for the Aussies, eh? Now the Aussies are working for me, eh? So different, eh? You know what I mean? It's a different yeah. feeling. Getting the Aussie lads working for you than you used to be working for them. So obviously, I had them helping us out in that. Eh? And obviously, it was good, Tom. You know, gave me his money then the week of course and I took him to McDonald's took him for a chicken schnitzel and that and like you've got to look after your workers because your workers are looking after you yeah I've only given him 160 100 what was it 160 a day or something that's not much you know what I mean like yeah. it's more than what you would make in the UK you know what I mean but well in certain places probably done these 50 60 pounds a day anyway but um, yeah so what he would be give, what I was giving him and then I started getting him on all the time and then I had t- started taking him on the insurance jobs. That's like, I'll get into that in a minute. And then he, it turned out that he was a schizophrenic, yeah, on the job. He started <laughs> fighting himself, shouting at himself. And I was just like, mate, are you all right? He's like, oh, I've got schizophrenia. And I was just like, oh, fucking hell, man. And he's like, you know, put me in a room where he's on. He's here from the film and fucking fight himself. Craig's going to take you nuts. And I was just like, fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I telling you, as I said before. Australia is full of funny crackers, mate. I swear to God. So I asked him if he wanted to come in then tomorrow and he texted me back and said, no, mate, I'll let you know when the voices go away. I was like, right. Oh, Jesus That's Christ. Enough. <laughs> That's <laughs> enough, mate. Well, I hit the bill on the head there. So anyway, Peter's gone and I called him a couple of weeks ago just to ask him who he was and he's still in the loony bin. So, oh, look at the end of the day, mate. Um, yeah, Australia is a good place, man. But So we'll get into the whole... Um, the whole insurance, say, if you want to talk about the insurance work. So what yeah, it is over right. here, it's a different ball game over here, as I said before. You don't get it in the UK. In the UK, there's a thing called price work, isn't there? You know about yeah. price work. You work for yeah. some bloody bastard company, Mighty or Seddons or whatever they are, some bloody big shot over there. <laughs> and they take you to the job in the morning and then they say, right, okay, so we want the fascia done, we want the gutters done, we want the doors done, we want all this done on this exterior commercial close. And inside, we want the ceilings done, we want all the top of the close done in emulsion, and then we want the bottom half done and all in undercoat and gloss and all the doors gloss. But here's your price. You need to get it done in two weeks and your price is basically fucking 600 quid a week. You know what yeah. I mean? It's fucking, it's, it's a wank. You know what I mean? But yeah. because Britain's been in a triple dip recession, you've got to fucking do it, mate. You know, if you don't do it, then you're not going to have any money, yeah. are you? It's, so it's, it's that or nothing. Yeah, it's that or nothing and that's what it's come at. And all of my mates back home are all mitied up in the vans and everything, on the mighty vans and they're all squadded up in the transit team at, team at eight in the vans. You're, there's no paint in the vans. It's just guys all sitting in the back of the seat going through to Glasgow. You know what I mean? Or Aberdeen or down England or wherever. But I've been through all that, mate. So over here, it's a different ball game. Insurance work is you come on the job and it's like you go and look at the job with an assessor. You meet the assessor there and they're the insurance assessor and you go out and they've had a water leak in the ceilings and there's big storms over here. There's just been massive bushfires big storms so you've got all the ceilings are all water stained because there's been a cracked tile 
you've had big trees falling into houses and everything. There's so much insurance work we have come because of the storms and the bushfire has just been. So basically, it's people home and contents insurance. So you go out, meet the assessor and meet the guy from the insurance company and then you get a good price. So they're going to pay for the jet rocker to come in and rip all the old, the old ceilings out, replace them all with the new ceilings and new corners because the walls have been damaged. So it'll be, say, eight ceilings and then all the walls one coat to freshen them up. So it's prepared paint and then one coat on the ceilings. You know what I mean? Insurance work, just just completing the work that was already done before the, the accident happened kind of thing. Yeah. And then the price, that's just amazing. You know, it's like, 7,000 plus GST, including materials. So you walk on that job and it's you're going into someone's home. Some jobs are all right when you get an empty house, but some jobs you get in the morning and you go into this random Australian house and you rock up seven o'clock. You've got, you, you know, because majority insurance works ceilings, they all ceilings, and you always have a can of zinzer or, or, or a stain block or whatever it is when you're doing this stuff for work. So what you do is, well, first up, you go up to the job, you go in, you've got ceilings, so you go in, right, okay, so you've got six ceilings, you're going to need bloody 15 litres of prep and then maybe two 15 litres of ceiling paint. You're going to need gaps, plastic sheets, but you've obviously got gaps in your van, you've got your plastic sheets in your van, blah, blah, blah. You take a smitching of the colour off the wall. You, you take a scratch of colour off the wall. That's you got what you need. You run to the paint store. You get your ceiling paint. You get everything. You get your colour match. You come back. That's seven grand. If you've got spray guns, mate, you just go around with your plastic drop sheets, mm-hmm. tape up things, and then you get your guns out and you spray the first coat of prep. You just smash out the ceilings as fast as you can. I've yeah, seen I th- myself. I think, I think most UK decorators swerve insurance work because it's a pain in the arse in this country. <laughs> but it's not a fucking pain in the arse over here. Aussies love insurance work, mate. There's yeah. a lot of Aussies that can't even get insurance work. People ask me who's my insurance provider, and I just tell them bloody GIO. So <laughs> 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 you don't know who that is, but that's just basically fucking what's the one back home? Is it Nor? Who is the one? Who's the one back home? The, the car insurance? Is it Norwich or Norwest? Norwich Union. Used to have no yeah, I'm not going to tell because in case there's any Aussies on here from Sydney before or up, and that's shooting yeah. the cell in the foot. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as I said, you can make up seven grand in a day in two days. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've seen myself working, uh, going in a I, house. I can see a spate of decorators with blooming roller poles in yeah. suitcases at, uh, at it, airport mate, tomorrow. It. <laughs> the money you make over here as well is insane. Insurance work. And then that big pergola, as you've seen with all the planks, that, that was, there was two and a half grand on that, and I'd done that in two and a half days. So that's a grand a day, yeah, 500 for the half a day. So that's the money you can make over here, and then you go inside and it's ceilings and that. So then you get another two and a half grand, you're on two days. So it's five grand in, 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 in five days. So that's the money you can make over here. Um, for instance, you don't shoot yourself in because there's going to be a big spate of decorators at airport in next month. The insurance work is unreal, <laughs> mate, and that's what you want. And it's only seasonal because you can only get it when there's been storm damage. Eh? Yeah. So the big, the big, the big new, the big insurance work is good. And then some, like you get to some jobs, eh? And there's big scaffolding. You got my Instagram as well. It's a big scaffolding job, and that I done it. It was massive, and that that was all insurance work. Everything's insurance work started my business, mate. I can say that yeah. it's been amazing. Eh? It's not like if you're wank from like so, Mikey. Or, 
So where, yeah, where, yeah. where do you see the trade heading? Obviously, it's different down there, but where do you see it heading? Uh, in Australia, yeah, the, trade, the trade is... Well, I just pray to God, man, like this right now, that this bloody stupid coronavirus that's going around doesn't crash Australian economy. Yeah. Australia's got a belter of an economy, man. There's so much work here. There's so much wealth here. There's so much credit. There's good money here, mate. It's not like the UK where the UK crashed. Never really picked up again, mate, did it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't. There wasn't yeah. any boom. There's a boom over here. The boom is, I um, swear so, to God, man. Sometimes I think now I'm on worse money than I was 10 years ago. Yeah, mate, that's it, man. As I said, 50, 60 pounds a day, man. Like, I feel when I was home, eh, like a fiver is not a fiver anymore. Yeah. A tenner is a fiver, you know what I mean? A tenner is a fiver, eh? I, I think I mean? it's, it's, out... it's turned people into... Not, I don't mean it derogatory. It's turned them into penny pinches where they're watching thing and if, if they can save a pound, they'll save a pound. You know, and it, it's, yeah. it's, it's given us that sort of... Not generation, but that sort of culture where people to do you over for a tenner, you know, on a job. You know, you you yeah. that's one of the reasons we started taking deposits because you'd you'd price a job up, they say, Yeah, we'll have it done. So you say you get all the customers ringing you and you say, I'm busy for a couple of weeks, we'll book you in, and then you'll you ring them up week before for you know, your colours. I say, Well, I got my dad's mate Bob from Dark Road to do it for you know, it was a bit cheap, and you find out they've done it for a tenner cheaper, and you just say, Oh, yeah, a lot into that culture. That's not really the thing over here in Australia. Like, I'm not meant to be racist or that, man, but there is a lot of Asians uh, painters over here that um, they're, they're, it's, it's going on. It's actually killing the trade, man, in Sydney. It's, yeah. uh, you know, they're turning it into basically, if I, if I, I got a big new build coming there back just before Christmas and I quote 18,000 on it. That was including materials. Yeah. I got outvoted by a couple of Asians and they called eight. So you're losing 10, man. And I put it on my Facebook and my Instagram not that long ago. There's a guy that's obviously like painting three bedroom houses for like two grand. That's a thousand pound there. Eh? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's including paint as well. So that's slaughter, eh? That's what you call slaughter. And you can't be going against that. You know what I mean? So what do you do, mate? You know what I mean? Like you just, you've just got to kind of keep your prices low. Like for instance, we'll all do cash jobs and that. So, Today, I went up and I quoted a job today. Because obviously this coronavirus is, you don't know what. I've tried, I quoted a job two weeks ago and I said 18 grand for that one. I was a repaint inside and outside. It was a big job, oil, all oil-based stores. So you've got to undercoat them all and then gloss them all. And that's comparing the arse, mate, brushing and rolling all these doors. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cover doors, inside. It's a pain in the arse, mate. I like going into someone's house and they've got water-based paint on the doors. You rip them off, take them all outside or screw them all up in a circle and belt them all up in a day with a spray gun. You know what I mean? It's yeah. so easier that way and then put them all back on. And if you nick them, you just touch them up. But when you've got undercoat and sand, you've got to sand all the doors back and then you've got to undercoat them all. It's a nightmare. So when I quote 18 grand, I've never heard anything back, eh? And then people say to me, you know, do you do a follow-up? You know, you give, the, you give a text, you give a call. When I finish someone's quote and someone, I give them, like, a fridge magnet or a card yeah. or a fridge magnet, eh? And then that means that's a calling card. You've got my number, you want the job done, give us a yeah. call. With, but if I've, someone I've doesn't get back in touch to you... I had this discussion the other week with some people on a, on a group I'm on. Do you do follow-ups? Because I'm, I'm always a bit dubious about doing follow-ups because does it come across as you're desperate for work? Mm, well, no response is a response, uh, Chris. You know what I mean? Yeah. No response is a response. If they're not going to get in touch with you, you just ignore it, mate. If they don't ring, they don't ring. But at the end of the day, 
you just be as professional as you can. And I've learned that. Some Aussie decorators have shown me on Instagram, Mike's painting, he says, you know, your price is your price. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it. You're a good decorator. So if they want cheap, they're going to get cheap. You know what I mean? Like some of these Asians over here are putting fucking water-based paint right on top of fucking oil-based paint. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just peeling off. They my biggest, out. And then my, my biggest thing I'm competing against locally is handyman. It's not other decorators because well, I'm youngest in town. <laughs> I've called that market inadvertently, but it's it's Andy Men that can do it all, laminate flooring, painting. And it's you see it you see it on Facebook, one to cheap reliable decorator. There's no such thing. And they're saying, Oh, I'll use this block. I'll not say his name because it came up in conversation last night and I'm trying I'm trying not to set name now because we're chatting about it. And it comes up in conversation and you see it on you see it on posts, oh he's good, he's good. You think you're working out I mean, nothing wrong with working out a boot or a car, but they're working out a boot or a car, wicks paint. DIY stuff, mum's plumbing curtains for dust sheets, no insurance, but people are happy to pay it. You know, they're happy to pay that less money for that less service. And, and that's yeah. athletes educating your customers, I think, or educating potential customers. What, the, what they're paying for, the difference. When, when he's pricing up at 100 a day and you're 150 a day, they're thinking you've got to let them know what the value is, what they're getting for that extra 50 quid a day. Yeah, but at the end of the day, the value is a like, better workmanship. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've just, as I said, back to the Asians, mate, they're, all the new-built houses in Sydney, all these new ones, right? So basically how it is, you don't go near the big new-built houses. McDonald and Jones and uh, Metricon and things like that, they, all them houses, they're big, 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 big um, building sites and that. They're Asian plasterers, they're Asian chip rockers, they're Asian tilers, they're all Asians, eh? And they use, like, Aussie Sparkies and all different types. You get bloody Indian bricklayers, Lebanese carpenters, and it's all cheap... Um, cheap labour. Labour, eh? And the yeah. Aussie, the white man, the white man, he's <laughs> obviously seen that, eh? So he's building massive houses, and he's getting over a, mil- a million dollars a house, eh? So and he's exploiting he's it. He's not really caring. He's not really caring about the Australians. He's just bringing in foreigners. And in yeah. Asian, there's one of them can speak English. One of them's got a visa. <laughs> they, all sleep, they all sleep on the bloody building site. You know what I mean? When one's going to bed, one's going to sleep. They don't spray the roll every hand, eh? Yeah. And they're all using Dulux paints, eh? So I think that the builder gets the paints and they just do the work, eh? So yeah. that now turns out all right. The work just white so- ceilings and... Going back to paints, going back to paints, materials, and what have you. You guys obviously have got different stuff down there. Uh, from what I see, your 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 looks is better. Than, on, well, man. you know what I mean. You guys, you know what I mean. Bloody Dundee, mate. Yeah, all right then. <laughs> you you, you have got a better Scuzzies, paint down there. Yeah, yeah you know. It's, yeah, I mean, I your your dual look seems to be a hell of a lot better. I mean, I'm not saying dual looks well, is crap here. But your nah, Dulux Dulux is, be a better version uh, down there than what we get. Yeah, Dulux is Australian, isn't it? It's number yeah. one underneath the Australian sun. Um, yeah. yeah, mate, I think Australia's got really good products, mate. This precision range, man, is, blows the tits right off your granny, mate. I swear to God. I must, really admit, good, I must admit, the Aussies at the moment, for me, they're just killing it with brushes. Yeah, they've got Most some of my good brushes. My brushes are Aussie, Aussie, Aussie brushes. They seem to be, don't know why. Just come out like a wild card. Old Fields, Monarch. You know, I've got yeah. a few of them. You can't beat them. Yeah, man, I like Aussie brushes, man. As I said, like, it's the best thing I've ever done coming over here, mate. I like everything. They've got good tools and good equipment. And 
like the planks, they've got metal planks and extendable planks. And the, we, we've the got them. Cool. I, I was on man papering the ceiling off it yesterday, but we have to uh, pay over odds for them because ours are, I said they're imported from uh, America. They're not, the 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 American, but they're probably made out of China. They're uh, little giant. Ours are branded. Yeah, well, we've got them over here. Mighty plank, they're called. Yeah. Right? And then and they've think, got the solid metal plank yeah. as well. We're in the UK. If you've got a plank, it's just been a plank. It's been stolen off the scaffold. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll, a wooden plank. A wooden plank has been stolen and used that for paper yeah. in the staircase. Our, our, ex- the our, extend, our extending alley one for a six, one that goes from six foot to nine foot, I think there's so much stupid, like 160 quid. The stupid money. Yeah, it's the same over here. But they're cool, man. But the, I don't feel they're as safe as the, the they get the metal ones over here. Eh? The metal ones are solid, man. Yeah. But the, the the extendable when you walk out of the the middle bit, it feels a bit wonky. It's not solid. I, eh? I, was, not I, was, solid. I don't know if ours are design different. The ones we use, I was feel pretty solid. I'm pretty confident on them. Yeah, you, you do, but like I just don't feel the one the mighty plank. It's good. It's, you it's, can't. It's, but it's, it's not. not. It's not like years ago when you had wooden one and you always used to have nervous whistle as you walked across it. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. So as I was saying, mate, the tools and brushes and rollers and that, the the naps over here, the, the, I like the Monarch, but the change of nap, like over there, I like the lamb's wheel in the UK. I started my yeah. time using lamb's wheel. And they've got lamb's wheel over here, but they've stopped it, eh? but only certain rollers. I actually called up Monarch, spoke yeah. to the rep, the rep for Monarch. He looks like Buddy Rod Stewart, man. He's a good guy. I, did, you know, I know exactly what because we, we were in Germany last year. Uh, we, we went to decorate the show about eight of us and Monarch had a stand there and they had this bloke uh, the nicest blokes I've come across there was the one you're on about looks like some of kids entertainment programme no he, he looks like Rod Stewart yeah he, he was doing an Insta story the other week painting some kitchens nicest bloke you could meet there was him yeah 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 he's what, funny what, man like a Maori uh, the big thick set youth really stocky thick oh mess with him and, and this, this we went on the stand and they're like I uh, would talk to him, like, bloody hell, you're English. Because obviously, the majority there are German and what have you. You're English. So, yeah. yeah. Um, they cracked out macadamia nuts <laughs> and Castlemaine. Yeah. Castle I thought it was just stereotypical. I thought I'd heard of Castlemaine for years. They had a little fridge under Midland, got out Castlemaine 4X and cracked all cans open for us. We stood chatting to them. Nicest blokes you've come across. <laughs> so, it was Mark in Germany then? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. They, they had they about four or five yeah. on stand. Yeah, yeah, he called me up eh, and he obviously he was just wanted to know my story. He's like, so what's your story, Craig? I was talking away at him and as I said, talk, you're Scottish, so he wants to know you, you know what I mean? Like, he's, yeah. he's Aussie, so he wants to get to talk to you. And then he sent us a care package, eh? he sent us a big load of brushes. And Monarch are good, man. Like, ah, I love their stuff. Eh? I'm always using Monarch. I like the rat tails. Eh? You, like, Burns in Australia took over home base, apparently, eh? so yeah. you can get all the Aussie stuff in home yeah, base well, now, man. Well, there's, there's conflicting reports of that because... We was at our decorating show in November of the year. Scott, who's done a podcast, we were talking to one that supplies. He says, oh, Monica pulling out at UK. So it was like blind panic. I messaged Scott, says, right, I've been on my own base site. My local one's about 20 miles away. They've got all these brushes. Put me together an order. I'll pick you some up and post them out. So I went and bought 250 quid's worth of brushes. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. I found out about a month later, apparently, uh, I don't know how true it is, that the... Um, Monarch Brushes are now an associate member at Paint and Decorating Association. I thought, surely if they're pulling out, they're not going to be an associate member. So at the moment, I don't know whether they are pulling out or not, but I've got, nah, they won't, I've got a carry bag full of bloody brushes in, in, in garage of Monarch. 
Yeah, the, the, they're not because the, there's Monarch. There is on their website. They've got Monarch New Zealand, Monarch UK, Monarch Australia. Yeah. So this is fine. They're not going anywhere. But they've got the King Kong brushes as well, and they've got Maverick. I'll send you a couple of Ma- I'll send you a Maverick brush and a they, King Kong. They brush. gave they gave me one in Germany. It's a black bristled one, but it's synthetic, and it's it's fucking awesome. I used it about I think last November, and I went to show in March. And I says, why can't we get these in the UK? He says, because they're about 18 quid a brush and you won't pay for it because you're tight. And it's a yeah. bloody amazing brush. But we, we talked about, because they make other brands, uh, as I'm assuming everything. I mean, it's the same with everything. I drive a Nissan Vab. The only thing on it is the three bloody Nissan badges that are Nissan. The rest of it's a Renault. Uh, but th- they do it with brushes. They were telling us about another brand they made that I've had issues with. And they're like, well, how come this a crap? Ah, well, they come to us and they want to make them for $50, uh, 50 cents a unit, whereas ours, we make them at 150 a unit. You know, and it's, yeah. there's a lot that goes on behind it, but that, them and old feels. Old feels are another bloody good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones that I like in the UK, uh, I've obviously worked over Hamilton Perfection, mate. <laughs> you know, like them, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a few. When we use oil based, it's Hamilton. <laughs> what, are you, what are you laughing at, man? I love them brushes. <laughs> because, because it's probably that there's probably not many English tools we've got left that are any good. It's Hamilton Perfections uh, for oil based, and they do an Hamilton Perfection roller sleeve, and that's probably the only English things I use tool wise because we ain't got a lot else that's any bloody good. Harris. Harris is utter dog Gone. shit. That's freaking. That's gone. That's been, that's, uh, that's, I don't understand that. You get some of that over here. I've seen a couple of brushes. Harris is appointed by the Queen. And like, that is a lot of shite, man. That Harris is utter dog crap. A- Acorn. Crap. Acorn brushes, remember them? They Acorn, gone. yeah. They were crap as well, they, man. They gone. <laughs> pro, what was it? Pro Decorator or something, eh? I remember pro, my pro, boss. Pro Deck is still going. Yeah, Pro Deck. Yeah, they, yeah they're they, great, man. I still love their overalls. Pro Deck overalls. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm on to screw fix ones now. Screw fix, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, I tell I you what, I got a shower out of screw fix. <laughs> yeah, as you said, man. Uh, brushes back home, man. Purdies. I just use Purdies Pro Elite, Monarch Elite. Um, what other Purdies do they use see, as well? Um, see, I've I've got one on my desk here. Uh, Purdy Sprig. What what brands I like back home? The brand I like was Fat Hog. Yeah, they're not bad. They're Johnson's own, aren't they? Uh, the fat hog. I like the painters' trousers. Eh? Fat hog. Painters yeah, they have the evolution, the posher ones at two. I used the yeah, ones with all the pockets. Yeah, I used to wear them, but they're, they're a bit. They're at a point now where they're a bit way too flary. They're like wearing bell bottoms. Heavy. Yeah. They're heavy. Yeah, so I swapped on yeah, to. I, uh, the I swapped on to screw well. <clears throat> Yeah, see in Australia, <laughs> all I do is wear bloody painting shorts, mate. I've worn yeah. painting shorts for six nice. years. I'd love to be able so to do that. So, Julia, yeah, but they're different ones. I've seen in the UK, you get the Pro Ox ones now, yeah. painting shorts. But the Aussie ones are the, the belters, mate. You get Dulux ones. I actually was in Dulux the other day, and I was going to buy, I seen a bib and brace. I was going to buy a bib and brace, man, but there's a different type of bib and brace over here. It's not, it's got the monkey, it's not got the kangaroo pouch or anything yeah. like that, the pouch. Yeah, it's I just, think G- G- Germans are the same, what I've seen from there, they just look like dungarees. Yeah, it's just a yeah. boiler suit. It just looks like a boiler suit, but it's just not got arms or anything in it. It's just... I, I yeah, think it's different. been a, a good 15 years since I've worn bib and brace. <laughs> I like bib and brace. I used to wear bib and brace back home, but the fat hog one and the pro deck one. And the yeah. paint attire. Remember paint attire with the red writing? Paint attire. 
the what was I used to be what they used to be Dulux uh, Snickers. They used to be Sn- not Snickers uh, or Pro Deck with a green. The little green badge was Pro Deck. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Green. Green. We yellow writing. Yeah. Pro Deck. Shield. Yeah. Shield was a popular yeah. one when I left Warburton yeah. Race. And then, yeah. and then when I was younger, I used to have obviously my boss's or name written across the front. Uh, hey, you have to on the cross of the bib and brace. You would have the, the yeah. company's name across the bib and brace, right across the front. But as I said, I just over here, I wear shorts and t-shirt every day. Shorts yeah. and t-shirt. I've got my own logo on my t-shirt, logo on my back, and I've got hoodies and that made up as well. I've got master painters on it. I've got a Greco Mirka. So yeah, mate. As I said, like. Tool-wise, uh, yeah, like brushes, King Kong brushes are good. Um, uh, the old fields have just brought out some new ones, the uh, ovals, oval yeah. cutters. I like rat tails, eh? The side yeah. cutters, you know, like the, the angled cutters. I'd like them. And I got a stinger brush sent out, but I've not used it. It's just sat in my... I don't like the look of them. Really well. It's the gimmicky. I've got one here. Uh what we do, I'm supposed to pass it on. It's a Lucas. Don't know if you've seen them. 150 quid for a paintbrush. Fucking hell. Yeah, but I'm thinking of cutting in. It's shit. I'll categorize it. It's shit. And it's sent to me by Scott Barney. It come, it's got like its own special plastic box. It comes in a big presentation box, the limited edition. It's shite. I've, it's like a dust brush. But what idea is yeah. we're supposed to sign it. Uh, Scott did this thing where he sent it out and signed it. It says, get to Chris, try, see what you think, give us a review, sign it and send it on. It could, I tell you what, how much it cost us to get it to Australia? That much? A lot. Yeah, and how much it cost to get it posted out to Australia? You could get a bash for us out there. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I got some new knee pads uh, from Redbacks uh, yeah. last week, man. From Redbacks. They're, they're heavy, but they're brilliant. Pads, yeah, we have, yeah, have the ones yeah. that slot in knees on my trousers, the Redbacks. Yeah, red box, man. But I like, like, I'm not going to lie, mate. I've been painting now for nearly 16 years. My knees are starting to fucking hurt, man. Eh? I'm not yeah. going to lie. Like, so wait, wait till you be 30. To... <laughs> Cripple. <laughs> <laughs> I've started to work smart now. Eh? I can't do yeah. the, the, the skirtings on the knees anymore. I've got myself a little dolly. I don't know if you've seen my face on my Instagram the other day. A I, should have, I, should have, I should have listened years ago. I wish I had. Yeah, well, I got I'm, told. I'm suffering like, now because I didn't. Yeah, my knees are clicking and popping and cracking, and you're just like, fuck me, man. And then obviously, I go to the gym, and the physio says, strengthen them, strengthen yeah. them, and you have strength in them, lifting blade 90 keys on my bloody legs. Yeah. But that's just muscle, man. The knee has got cartilage damage. Yeah. See, if you look at your knee pads, right, and, and the state of your knee pads from all the bending and kneeling, how much worn the knee pad is, yeah. think of your fucking bare knee over all the years, man. Yeah. No wonder it's buggered. You know what I mean? Like, man, these can elephants get on them, man. So, it's just painting years. And I, I thought to myself, oh, I'll be all right, be all right, be all right. And then eventually, hey, my old boss told me, you know, like, Craig, you know, like some days, my old boss, Ron, he was in his 60s, he couldn't even go up the steps. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've getting to that point now where it's my wrist, my shoulder, and my knee on my right-hand side. If, I'm, if I have the day of stripping paper, I get a bleb on my shoulder where fluid's coming to it to protect it on rotor. That's rotating. How, how's your fluid. back? How's your lower back in that? Uh, compared to the rest of me, not bad. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Not too See, everyone's bad. got a weakness, man. The bending it gets me, eh? Like, yeah. Bending it gets me, man. Um, what, what gets me is skating boards. You know, if you ain't got, st- I hate wearing safety boots. My pet peeve. 
But when you're doing skating boards, you've been knelt doing a full downstairs of skating boards and you get up and you, your toes are like Moroccan slippers where they're curled up. And you, yeah, see, you, I slowly, on you slowly have to straighten your feet back up. Yeah, I sit on my side. And also, yeah. I got this thing from uh, Burns the other day and it's like a little seat. It's like it's a dolly, but I, yeah. put, I sit on the seat and it's on wheels and I just roll about someone's house doing skittles. Mate, I swear to God, it's a game changer. Yeah. And then when I'm painting the door, I get a crate and put a pillow on a crate. And then when I'm painting the door, just sit on the crate and bend down and put in there. You know, it's, <laughs> mate, I swear to God, working smart is totally different. Work smarter, not harder. Like, And yeah. I also got, instead of, when you're going to someone's house, instead of lifting bloody 10 tins of clips in someone's house, just get yourself a folding dolly. You know, like a dolly, yeah. it folds in the way. It's got wheels. You yeah. put that on and just hurl it about someone's house. And if side. you're doing the big houses that are all on one level, you're just rolling all the paint about. Mm. So I just, and then obviously my spray gun's on wheels and my toolbox on wheels and Mirka's on wheels. You just learn to do different things because yeah. your body is... Oh, to make it easier. Just, yeah, and then I, obviously... I, I spray 90% 90, 90 of my domestic ceilings and more, I spray now. Just yeah, because it's easier, cost. yeah. Yes, because it's it's less grief on my shoulders. Oh, yeah, spraying, but then you've got to tape everything up. It's the nailing. I've done years of squatting, eh? painting doors, squatting, yeah. squatting, and it's the nailing at the bend of the knee that hurts when it cracks because it's yeah. obviously got, <laughs> it's rough. And the, the cartilage is rough. So what I do now is I put two supports on my knees, two like black supports with a little yeah. Velcro, and tighten them as far as hard as I can, and then I get my knee pad put my knee pad on and tighten that as tight as I can. I tell you, mate, you're unstoppable. You're yeah. unstoppable. There's no, there's, and then when you take, when you finish at the end of the day, you take your, your knee pads off and your supports off, your knee is feeling great because it's been compressed yeah. all day. So that's what I mean, like, you're just wearing and tearing your body and then obviously my shoulders are fine, but it's starting to get a bit sore some days. It's like, oh, for God's sake, man, you know what I mean? When you're doing repetitive, 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 yeah. Like some guys, everyone's got a weakness. I used to work with this guy, Paul, and he had his wrists. He couldn't have painted anymore because his wrists. His that's, wrists were getting sore. That's, that's what I've, I've got early onset of carpal tunnel. Uh, but they won't, they won't do out because it's not bad enough. And in, like now, they fit, the two middle fingers are pretty numb this morning on my right hand. They're not as bad as they have been because I've sort of changed my jobs where I don't tend to work outside in cold weather. Like when it was cold, I used to suffer real bad with it. Yeah, see, I'm like my wrists and elbows and hands and shoulders and everything are fine. It's my knees, yeah. My weakness yeah. is my knees. Got a few, a few yeah. more years yet. <laughs> a few more years. Yeah, they, 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 don't get me wrong. Painting decorators, they do have bad knees. Eh? Painters yeah. get bad knees. That's I'm surprised any job's going to have its. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. It's, if you sat at a computer, aren't you? You're going to, you know, you're going to get your RSI from somewhere, aren't you? Yeah, but my knees are fucking... I've only noticed in a few recent years. I phoned my old boss back home the other day and I asked him, and he says, Craig, it just gets worse, son. It just gets worse. <laughs> so, <laughs> move, moving on, just for a bit of fun towards end, Room 101 style, three things you'd been because they annoy you. What was that again, mate? Sorry? The, the Room 101 style, just for a bit of fun, three things you'd been. Get three rid of. things have been? Yeah, you'd, you'd throw it bin. Because they, they irritate you. If you, oh, if you probably, get rid of them and never see them again. Uh, like, things that would been would probably be, um, like, just the whole Instagram capers, man. You know, like, I'm all up for <laughs> just sharing my work and having a laugh. You know what I mean? Like, just having a laugh a while. It's obviously, like, just being... It's crazy. You connect with people, eh? We're all on the same day. We're all brothers of the brush. Yeah. It's good. 
but I'm just not up for all this bloody capers trying to be this bloody idol painter people. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just, you know, like, I don't need someone to come on Instagram and tell me to wash a paintbrush out. I need someone to show me how to wash a spray gun out or wash wash a roller out. You know, there's different hacks. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I understand hacks. Yeah. Hacks. But not your basic, basically, yeah. uh, like, show me this is how you stuff wash you, a brush. Stuff you, know you learn it first year of your apprenticeship. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to learn that. I'm all up for sharing people. So that's what I would bend. That's yeah. the first stop. So anybody that comes on Instagram and tries to show me how to wash your brush, you're getting on following me. <laughs> now, secondly, what else would have been? I don't know. Uh, the Australian visa for British. For British. That's what I would have been. <laughs> that's just unreal, mate. Scottish, English, and Irish should not need visas to live in their own bloody colony. Meanwhile, bloody Jimmy from Bulgaria could come over to Dundee and get a five-bedroom house out. And, <laughs> and I can't even live in my own bloody colony earn the same coffee mug that has got to go mate someone has yeah. got to go Boris Johnson step up mate right. <laughs> third person <laughs> third person has got to go uh, what can I say man third third thing what would I think of uh, I don't know like I just I like Mirka and I like Festo but I just don't like how some people don't like Mirka and some people don't like Festo <laughs>
Painted podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.